Welcome to Cognizant, hosted by Nikki Treadway of Anchors Away Counseling and Epic Adventures Therapy. Join us every other week for interviews with various professionals, gaining insight into their healing philosophies. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. On this episode of Cognizant, we have Tammy Galarski, who is a licensed clinical social worker with a private practice in Port St. Lucie, and she will be talking to us about essential oils. She is a Young Living distributor, and she uses essential oils in her practice, Um, so she'll give both some personal and professional testimony, and she will also go into detail about how essential oils work and how we can all use them to better our lives. Um, She will also go over some specific oils and what they can be used for. She really gives a nice overview of exactly how powerful essential oils can be in someone's life. So I really hope that you enjoy the episode, and feel free to reach out to Tammy after this if you have any questions. Enjoy the show, guys. Tammy, welcome to Cognizant, and I am happy to have you here to talk to us about essential oils. So um, why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Tammy Golarski, and I am a licensed clinical social worker, but my experience with essential oils is that about three four years ago I started to use them within my office and I started to see that it kind of created a different you know atmosphere for many of my clients so I started to investigate them a little bit more and I did a lot of research and then I came to a friend of mine who uh, was very involved with Young Living started to kind of present some of the information about the seed to seal guarantee that Gary Young has and some of the different things that kind of put Young Living at the top of the essential oil kind of uh, ladder in terms of why they do things the way they do. And um, I really started to learn a lot. I then started to attend a lot of classes and um, I just got really, really involved in how it works for emotions, how it works for health, how it just supports really holistically us in our mind and our body. And it fit very well with what I did professionally and then started to fit very well for my family. So that's kind of how I came to essential oils and using them for mental health and emotional wellness. Yeah. Uh, It seems like essential oils have really picked up steam the last, what, five years or so. They've been um, a little more welcomed in our society, and I love that. Yeah. So tell us, how do they work? So essential oils are... um, They come from the anatomy of the actual plant, where um, they're not from typically just the flowers or the petals, but the the plant, the the inside of the plant is actually kind of farmed, Mm. and then that's where the oils are distilled. Some oils are distilled through cold-pressed distillery, some are steam distilled. It depends on the conditions that are most appropriate for that specific oil. Yeah. Like rose oil, which Mm -hmm. is probably one of the most expensive essential oils, actually takes like, you know, hundreds of actual roses to have the petals that then are cold pressed distilled. So, you know, but 
the beautiful thing is that the plants and the anatomy of the plants, which is essentially their immune system, okay. closely replicates human immunes. And they're mm. so similar molecularly that um, many of the essential oils cross the blood-brain barrier. Okay. So that is how they impact our bodies, that within 22 seconds, the molecules of the essential oils reach the brain. Within two minutes, they can be found within the bloodstream, and within 20 minutes, they affect every organ of your body. Wow. Yeah. I like that exact science, yes. right? Like with the numbers, which tells me that they, it's been calculated and yes. looked at. And that is the times. beautiful thing is to do the research mm -hmm. and to get the information from, um, you know, from many sides so that you know as you kind of explore into yeah. essential oils, kind of why are they so effective? Yeah. Yeah. So all plant-based oils, how should people be using them? So there's three ways to use essential oils. Um, okay. The first way, which is probably the most popular, is mm -hmm. aromatic. So that would be in a um, diffuser, not a heated diffuser, because actually heat makes the essential oil no longer therapeutic for the okay. reason that it's um, being utilized. Mm -hmm. So it typically is in a cold vapor kind of a dis um, diffuser. That's the first way. And then the second way would be topical. Okay. And that would be, you know, utilizing an essential oil with a um, carrier oil like coconut oil, fractionated coconut oil, almond oil, grapeseed right. oil, to be able to not always to make it less strong, mm -hmm. but to help it to move more. Because essential oils into themselves are not typically oily. So if they're not put with a carrier, they kind of sit where they're dropped <laughs> instead yeah. of spreading. Mm -hmm. um, and then the last way, of course, is internal use. And some essential oils are okay for internal use. Yeah. Of course, some are not appropriate for internal use. And that, again, kind of points to the need for making sure that you have the information and that you research the oils that you're utilizing because you yeah. want them to be um, suitable for the way that you're utilizing them. Right, because I would imagine um, an internal ingestion of an oil, you would really need to know um, the you'd have you would need intentionality. Yes. For that use. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, it's different than just diffusing it because you are taking it much closer to some important vulnerable parts of your body. Right. And that would be something that someone would do, I think, after a great deal of feeling very comfortable aromatically yeah. and topically. Growing into it, so yes. to speak. Wow, I mean, this feels you know like a solid modality for treatment. I mean, everything you just said came up really easy, like it's been around for a long time. Tell us a little bit about the history of essential oils. Well, essential oils go, you know, really all the way back they go back to biblical times mm -hmm. where you know um even you know when you look at the bible and you look at at all different kinds of sightings of different philosophy and different religions through time you know essential oils come up mm -hmm. in all of those references you know spikenard frankincense all of these have just been around for for truly forever and have always been kind of seen as something that 
helps with existence and kind of brings us up in our ability to be spiritual and whole. Mm -hmm. So um, they've really been around forever. And um, I would say probably the last 20 years has been where there has been a lot of industry around okay, essential yes. oils. Yeah. And the research, though, you know, the research has gotten really, really good in terms of um, the chemistry behind it mm -hmm. and, you know, the whole piece about how our DNA can actually be healed okay. um, through the use of essential oils. Wow. Yeah. And have you seen that yourself in your practice I, or in your own life? I have. I have, I have seen that in my um, family. I've seen that mm -hmm. in myself, and I see it in my, um, in my practice. I, if I don't have my diffuser going in my office, mm -hmm. I typically get a lot of complaints. <laughs> yeah, okay. Why, why isn't the peace and calming going, Miss Tammy? Right. Right? So right. Um, because it's, it's a very comforting kind of, um, you know, a kind of addition and kind mm -hmm. of a supplement to support the process. And then, of course, with a new modality um, that has just recently, kind of a couple of years, been really developed by Dr. Benjamin Perkis, there's the aroma freedom technique mm -hmm. that actually utilizes different blends and different combinations of oils to be able to help people to remove blocks okay. emotionally mm -hmm. towards their goals. It's a very goal-specific process. Yes. It's about a 30-minute session, and um, but it is specific around oils and utilizing the oils to kind of release things and get things moving emotionally. Yeah. And that is a, that's a really neat technique. What was the name of that technique? Uh, aroma <clears throat> Freedom Technique, AFT. Aroma Freedom Technique. So if you were to utilize that, and I know you mentioned that you're in the process of going through the certification. Yes, almost um, done. Almost done. Yay for <laughs> you. That's that's always fun to add something else to that resource list. Um, is that something you do with a client or something you teach a client? Um, you, you do it with a client mm -hmm. and with the oils, and then um, there is practice that comes after that because it's also an affirmation-based yeah. process. So there is definitely a utilizing the oils and the affirmations for a period of time after the session yeah. and then kind of returning back to see whether or not um, there's been movement and things have cleared. Okay. Yeah. Is this related to EFT? And it is aromatic. It's kind of where you rub them in your hand till they mm. get warm, and then you kind of cup your face, yeah. and you kind of breathe it in as you kind of mm. um, go through the process. Let's transition to talking about what exactly essential oils can do for people. We talked about the ways that you can use them, but, you know, and I like earlier you said that they're a great supplemental tool, yes. right? So it's not... Like all things in therapy, it's not one thing that fixes everything, but right. you're using it in collaboration with other uh, tools and techniques. So tell us what types of either physical or mental ailments that essential oils would be really helpful for. I know there's a full range of them. You could probably talk forever, but right. maybe highlight a few of them for us. Absolutely. So there are many blends that are mm -hmm. specific to different um, to different kinds of struggles that people have, 
just typically through life. Yeah. So some of those would be blends like Inner Child, Sarah, which is very much more specific to trauma, okay. um, Peace and Calming, Release, Believe, Magnify Your Purpose is absolutely one of my very favorites. Really? It really kind of, it, it brings you kind of to your present self and kind of does a lot of confidence and esteem support. Um, Valor also helps a lot with kids who might be struggling with the pressures of the newfound academia testing. Yeah. So just to kind of, I have a big list here, but I'm just going to kind of go through yes. quickly, right? Mm -hmm. That with like anger or impatience, some supportive oils would be sandalwood, lavender, lang lang, bergamot, frankincense, Roman chamomile, mm -hmm. and then for like more struggles with anxiety or tension or yes. feeling really worried, lavender, melissa, juniper, frankincense, and spikenard. And um, in terms of like feeling kind of stressed and overwhelmed, maybe a bit hopeless or mm -hmm. withdrawn, uh, lavender, bergamot, Vetiver, which is an incredibly self-calming oil, um, sandalwood, orange, rose, tangerine, and lemongrass. Ooh. And uh, for struggles with sadness, feeling kind of maybe unmotivated or mm -hmm. discouraged, um, lemon, mm -hmm. frankincense, lavender, bergamot, melissa, grapefruit, and orange. And then in terms of grieving, mm -hmm. you know, then clary sage, where there could be a contraindication if somebody's pregnant mm -hmm. for that. Um, geranium, bergamot, lavender, lemon, and Roman chamomile. And then unfocused, which is usually uh, something with the stresses of today's world. Of course, we all go there. Yes, we do. <laughs> it would be basil, eucalyptus. Orange, rosemary, lemon, and peppermint. Oh my goodness. So that's kind of a really, really long list of some of the oils that help those different areas. And the reason for the long list really truly is that we are all, you know, DNA and biologically our own being. Um, even when we genetically share to mm -hmm. say a twin, we're still really truly our own. So how lemon may affect me and impact me and either support me or not may be very different than another person. So where these lists are kind of seem overwhelming, you have to kind of play with it a little bit and see what works for you. And how would you know if it was working for you? Sometimes you feel it quite immediately. Yes. Like I would say lavender, if somebody mm -hmm. is feeling super tense, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and they use some lavender in their hand and warm their hands up and then put it over their face and breathe it three or four times deeply, that they're going to feel almost an immediate impact of a little bit of kind of relief. Um, it, it typically is kind of that Swiss army knife of essential oils. So yeah. I always say, if you want to see how it feels truly, that's usually a really great one to Good try. One. I like that. The Swiss army knife. Yeah. yeah. Lavender. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but what I would say is that mm -hmm. in essential oils, it's kind of a funny, strange thing that many of us say when we teach 
is if you either love a smell so much that you feel like, oh my gosh, I could eat that, mm -hmm. or you completely are revolted and repulsed by it, mm -hmm. typically your body in terms of its energy centers and its energy field mm -hmm. is telling you you need that. Oh, so, okay. So like I tell people and they say, oh, well, you know, I hate that patchouli. I'll never go near it. And I'm like, well, there's probably a chance you might need it. Exactly. <laughs> so in those ones that we're kind of indifferent to, mm -hmm. they typically don't always... Um, they're, they may be supportive to us in one sense or another, but it's not something that probably hits us in a way that's, that, right. that's really super necessary. Not as powerful. Right. And there are also scans and tests that can be utilized, like Zyto scans, yeah. which I have, mm -hmm. or an ITOVI, where um, it actually looks at your energy fields and mm -hmm. how you respond to different stimuli that you're given. Yeah. And then it takes that information and it kind of tells you these things would be very appropriate for you. And do you find them to be accurate? I've never found it to be inaccurate. I was kind of a skeptic at first, my very yeah. first scan. And, and then I scanned my whole family with mm. my uh, friend who had the Zyto. And then I was kind of very surprised by how things were. And the only, the only person who I was uh, continuing my skepticism was my son yeah and it said that he needed a whole bunch for stomach discomfort and like feeling nauseous and all of this and I thought that he isn't sick and I said are you sure you don't feel sick and he said no mom I don't feel sick at all hmm. and I thought okay well this isn't always on right that night he woke up in the middle of the night throwing up oh my goodness wow so yeah the energy centers had already given off yeah. that something was up yeah. That something was happening. The so. body was telling it, like, this is this is happening. There's yes. something going on. Absolutely. Wow. I noticed that there were, on that list that you had, um, there were a lot of repeating ones. So oils that were uh, helpful for multiple types of challenges in people. Absolutely. There are definitely um, oils that are kind of seen as those single emotional oils. Yeah. Um, Frankincense, yes. vetiver, mm -hmm. bergamot, um, you know, those are huge ones. Um, lemon, you know, really the citrus oils. Yeah. And the beautiful thing about the citrus oils, especially with Young Living, when they're done distilled mm -hmm. in the way that they are, is they are distilled from the skin. Okay. So unlike citrus, that is very acidic mm -hmm. and maybe not so good for our totality, mm -hmm. right, in our bodies, mm -hmm. Um, the oils are actually alkaline. So because they are distilled primarily from the rind, mm. so they really help to sustain and neutralize our body's pH, which yeah. is really healthful. So not only is it awakening to have lemon and orange and things like that and to help with focus, but it is also really incredibly good for our bodies. Wow. Yeah. I like the way that you're framing all of this information. It's really helping create, I think, a deeper level of understanding, um, which, as you and I know, some clients may or may not need or even want, right? Right. You know something works and it, this is how you use it. Sometimes that's enough, but it's nice to hear you explain some of the background work there. Yeah. Um, you've mentioned um, blends, and then mm -hmm. you've also mentioned some... Um, 
simple single oil applications. Talk a little bit about the difference between the two, when somebody would need a specific oil or when somebody would need a blend and how those are used. So um, the single oils are, you know, they have they have kind of various uses. So say, you know, frankincense is really good for us in so many ways. Mm -hmm. It probably would be its own show, you yeah. know, <laughs> because I it's love just, frankincense. Yes. It's one of my favorites. Yes. So it, you know, it is on its own just an outstanding, outstanding oil through all times, mm -hmm. right? But um, but the piece is is that what the blends are is that the research from the chemistry teams of you know, hopefully the companies that are utilizing, you know, true scientists yeah. to be able to look at how would this happen. So if you combine single oils together, mm -hmm. it makes what's known as a synergy. Mm -hmm. And when that synergy is created, it's then kind of tested to make sure that it's impacting what the intention mm -hmm. of that synergy was. So... Um, Blends are synergies that have been designed by the, um, you know, the people within the company that mm -hmm. you're with to be able to really look at a specific area like peace and calming, which is probably one of the most popular in my office. Is, yeah. um, peace and calming is truly has been pulled together and some strange oils to pull together, right? Mm. That you really kind of wouldn't think you'd like to put together. <laughs> right. And they all come together in this just absolutely beautiful blend yeah. that really supports people to kind of take that proverbial mm. deep breath mm -hmm. and relax a little. And um, so, you know, that that is kind of where a blend kind of comes from. Okay. And you would, so, if you felt like, um, you know, I don't know that I want to play around yeah. <laughs> with so many single oils, then a blend would be a great alternative, is that you could really research, um, mm. you know, what that blend is intended for and then kind of try it out. Yeah. And that there has been a great deal of testing to make sure that it is really most helpful in doing what it's intended to do. Yeah. So those are, uh, the blends are really great for if you know exactly what you want to use it for. Yes, um, yes. Whereas a single oils, you know, you can buy one oil to serve multiple purposes. Absolutely. But it may not be um, as powerful at meeting that goal as maybe a blend would be. Right. That's one way to look at it. Right. Maybe. And then a lot of people, you know, it took me a little time in my essential oil education myself to kind of know and to realize that it's really not indicated or it isn't um, recommended mm -hmm. to be able to put two blends together. Mm. Because if you take one synergy and you add it to another synergy, what you're doing is you're creating another, you're creating a whole new synergy. Right. And you're not quite sure how that's going to impact a system. Okay. So um, I didn't really, you know, know that early on, and was really happy to have learned that. So add, taking a blend and adding in a couple of, of essential oils that are singles mm -hmm. is not something that's uh, that's not good to do. Yeah. But typically, if you're like say using thieves, which mm -hmm. is a great immune support oil. And then you're adding in maybe Raven, which is a great respiratory support. Right. You know, everybody would think, well, that's just the blend made in heaven. Well, 
maybe not so much. Yeah. You know, I know it's not a bad thing to do that, but you really are creating something whole new, different yeah. than what it was intended. You could be disrupting um, the intensity yes. of the blend. Yeah. Where it wouldn't work as well for you. Right. Exactly. Hmm. And then in, you could always make your own blends using the single oils. Yes, and that is one of the, with classes that we do many mm -hmm. times in the area, um, is that we do an education piece where we, you know, talk about essential oils and how to use them and what's appropriate for different kinds of areas of your life to support yourself, you know, holistically. But then we also look at doing like make and takes. How can you have toxic free cleaning? Uh, how yeah. can you support your... Um, you know your stress levels and your emotions in your daily life and things like that so people can make roller balls and they can make mm -hmm. inhalers and they can make things that they can kind of impact their whole day yeah yeah so you're a therapist in private practice so how are you using essential oils with clients I know you talked about the AFT but how um, on a day-to-day -day basis can you give us some examples of what that may look like with your clients so I, I do use um, my diffuser in my office, uh, and I do sometimes change around my oils based on maybe a client's need. So if I, if I feel like one of my clients is, and I don't do that really without my client's mm -hmm. acknowledgement, because most of my clients are used to peace and calming. Yes, right. <laughs> and I actually have one diffuser that I think is going to forever smell like peace and calming. <laughs> so I actually have a second in my office that is my one where I rotate in mm. and out different kinds of mm -hmm. oils and oil blends. So I may use release for a certain session. And um, if we do it in the diffuser, then we that's easy, you know, mm -hmm. for everyone because it's just really in the room. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes, you know, I will use it where you put it in your hands and then you smell it very intensely yeah. over your face in a kind of a closed aroma um, mm. kind of an experience as you kind of feel maybe release is really good for feeling stuck mm. you know because it does kind of get things moving sometimes it's an extremely emotional oil yeah. so i always put kind of a safeguard around it and say make sure if you've never smelled release and you're going through a lot you have support when you smell it because yeah. it can Open for many people it, it's brought tears just upon smelling mm -hmm. Um, many it's not many it's moved to a really positive place so that's how everybody really impacts differently okay I also use it um, in my full-time job mm -hmm. I, I use it uh, in safe space with the kids that I work with in the classrooms where we make little kind of containers yeah. <clears throat> with cotton balls and we put the oils that we really feel like would support mm -hmm. a very, very calm space for them in the classroom. And we leave them there with, uh, with different kinds of tools and different things so that when the kids feel super overwhelmed, they have a place to go where they wow. can utilize these different things to support their, them fully. Yeah, how powerful. Yeah. Again, yeah. reinforcing this idea of self-regulation and right. taking care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And... Your clients respond well to it. Yeah. They like it. I, I really have never had a client mm -hmm. who's come into my office who's told me, I really need you to turn that diffuser off. Yeah. Well, that was my next question because you hear that sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, I, this, I can't stand this certain smell because it gives me a headache. And or um, there are a lot of clinicians who are so afraid to use essential oils in their office because it, you know, fearful of it offending clients. So what do you think about that? Or do you want to speak to that for a moment? I've, I've really never had the experience. I've had people where I um, could tell they were kind of... Um, surprised when they walk in, walked into my office by the intensity sometimes of the smell. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but then once they sit down and I always give everybody the option. Mm -hmm. I always say, if you ever need me to turn the diffuser off, or if you ever want to just reach over and turn it off, mm -hmm. I am absolutely okay with that. Because I know sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, mm -hmm. but it really does support us wholly mm -hmm. as a person in our mind and body. So that's the reason why I have it. Right. And so I give, of course, my clients um, that area yeah. to be able to say, I like this or I don't like this so much. And um, yeah. so that's kind of An the way that I yeah. handle it. Yeah. But I've really never had the experience where somebody's reached over and turned it off. Sure. So. I think when individuals... Uh, make the assessment sometimes that certain fragrant certain fragrances can give them headaches. Um, they're speaking to some of the artificial flavoring in uh, different products. Absolutely, not necessarily the essential oils products, which are very organically based, right? And pure, and that is the reason why I always say, do your research. Um, sure. uh, you know, very top. Mm -hmm. thing that when you do decide this is an area that I want to use to support myself and my mind and body that you really do your research with where you're getting your essential oils because essential oils are not a hundred percent controlled and managed by the FDA so because of that of it being an FTC it's more like buying gym shorts mm -hmm. right so anybody can start to use the words organic or natural or things like that but if you really do your research behind it you find that maybe a company who you thought you know was doing that is all of a sudden they're not farmers mm -hmm. or they're not you know they're not distilling their things themselves they're just getting it mm -hmm. from the market and then putting it into bottles and selling it right so it there is a a need to do research because essential oils when natural are very very powerful but when they're synthetic combined with a natural oil then they're still they're kind of getting into our body yeah synthetically and impacting us which can create headaches yeah you know and but if if in its really true natural plant form as it's meant to be it it though it might have detoxifying effects that may affect people a little bit physically it should not be something that affects a person to the point of feeling not well okay yeah are there any rules of thumb here you know you talk about doing your own research um and you know we're winding down the episodes we don't have to get too far into this but any kind of guidelines for people who are looking to get started in essential oils and and they want to go buy some right um i know one of the biggest rule of thumb is don't run out to your closest drugstore and buy right. what's on the shelf but what else can you contribute to that conversation to help people make healthy decisions so i what i would do is i would try to find your local um group and those people who are teaching classes who are um 
you know, kind of immerse themselves in the education of how essential oils do impact us wholly and attend some of those classes and mm. kind of really look at the look at the information. Maybe use Google Scholar because Google Scholar can be really, really, really an incredible resource for information or oils, uh, Oil Testimonials is also a great um, place to do research. Um, and then, you know, you can also use the web base at Young Living. Young Living has a just, it has Young Living University that is all, you know, information that has come out in terms of research. So those are all really, really good ways to kind of begin with essential oils. I would say my rule of thumb is don't go to the store because the stores are like selling you a pair of shorts mm -hmm. and they know that essential oils right now are very popular so they're really jumping on that wave mm -hmm. of that supply and demand yeah so that's not always the great avenue to go let's end on you telling us about this event that you have coming up because you do a lot of teaching yes. and this is an important uh platform for you is this education platform so what do you have going on this Saturday? So this Saturday, um, I am having an Essential Oils 101 class. Um, and then we're going to kind of segue from the 101 class over into like unpack your kit. What would it look like to unpack your kit? Yeah. And then what would your next steps be after you unpacked your kit and you were starting to use it on a daily basis? And then that, of course, segues into making a couple of roller bottles. Um, one roller bottle is going to be for immunity, and then one roller bottle is going to be for stress. Yeah. And then, um, and then Young Living has recently kind of taken on um, a partnership with a company called Savvy, which makes um, synthetic-free, toxic-free mineral makeup. Mm -hmm. And so we're having a makeup artist come and kind of talk about and demonstrate how to use Savvy. And then we're going to end the entire class at the end of the afternoon with a, an AFT session for, the, for everybody who attends and what that feels like and what that is. And everybody can, of course, privately, because it's done differently in a group than mm -hmm. it would be one-on-one, -on -one, but privately can set their own goal and intention and mm -hmm. develop some affirmations and utilize the oils to really be able to experience how that shifts nice yeah and that's perfect for um, an experienced oiler or someone who is really uh, wanting to learn more yes and that's why it's kind of broken down because some people might want to come to the beginning part of the yeah. the day in the class and do essential oils and uh, unpack your kit and you know the make yeah. and take and then kind of get out of there sure you know and then some people might want to um, just come for the makeup sure. or some people are actually popping in at the very end because they just want to do the AFT That's so yeah. yes and um, do you have details for that event you want to share? Time, um, cost, location, things like that? It starts at 1 o'clock and it ends around 4.30 and the activities will kind of progress through that time. Um, and the cost for the make and take, if you do that, is $5 on a rollerball. Um, and then the, the way to get in contact with me mm -hmm. would be either by emailing me mm -hmm. um, at my email, which is uh, TamaraGalarski at me.com, 
um, or giving me a call and letting me know that you, that you would like to attend. Awesome. Well, I am so happy that you sat here and talked with me today about this topic and that we were able to educate people. So I really appreciate your expertise, Tammy. Thank you so very much, Nikki.